Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. We are launching out a podcast series entitled Breadcrumbs, Truths Left to Us by Those Who Went Before Us. So over the next weeks, I am going to share with you from those who I draw deep encouragement from who have gone before me on this path of real true discipleship. And I hope that it brings deep encouragement to you to know Him and to pursue Him and to let Him make it all real inside of you for this hour of history. So here we go, Breadcrumbs, a podcast series truths left to us by those who went before us. I hope it encourages you today to go deeper with him and to connect with me. Hey, everybody. Good to be together. I want to just dive in today and tell you that there was a very dark season of my life brought on by me, uh, by my stubborn obstinacy to the whispers of God within me in spirit. I resisted the counsel of those who were with me. Um, I was bent on doing things my own way. And of course, the enemy loves that. When in our own good, independent actions, we think we can handle things and we can take care of things. Oh, how he loves to take full advantage of that. Don't ever believe that the enemy is sovereign, my friends. He can't do just anything he wants, uh, but he can do. uh, Oftentimes what our own independence opens a door for him. So I was in this season of true rebellion. Even as I was in the ministry, even as I was attempting to keep everything looking good on the outside, But God was at work even in the midst of that. So this was about 25 years ago in my life. And I had been given many years prior to that time, I had been given a little book called The Green Letters by Miles J. Stanford. Now it's called The Green Letters because it's letters of life and letters about life and letters on on the true uh, necessary process of really uh, growing up and continuing on and persevering through all of the seasons and phases of maturing uh, in the life of Christ. And so I'd had this little book with me for a long time. And sometimes what happens is you get so full of knowledge that you actually become overly impressed with your own self. (laughs) So that was the season that I was in. And then through a series of events that are talked in much more depth in my uh, book that'll be coming out hopefully in 2021, um, I uh, came to an unbelievable, dark and devastating time. And of course, God in all of his goodness uh, was going to make every inch of that self-imposed trouble he was going to make it work for me. And he was going to make it work really for his plans for me. 
he was going to make it work for his plans for he and I to be one. He was going to make everything serve his purposes. So there was this one day that I honestly thought I'm never going to, I'm never going to make it back. I'm not going to be able to ever, ever stand with bold confidence again before the Lord. I will never, ever be able to hold my head up high. I'll never be able to uh, darken the doors uh, of the church again. I'm not worthy. I'm not able. Who am I? The depth of repentance granted to me by the Holy Spirit as the powerful gift that it is, is the only reason that I sit here today, that I'm functioning today, that uh, God um, has been able to bring me back to himself um, is, is only because of him and his goodness and because of the breadcrumbs that were left for me uh, in the scripture by Peter and Paul, those who had devastatingly denied the Lord when they really thought they were serving him. Isn't that an amazing aspect of the deception of the power of sin mixed with good flesh and thinking we're doing so well and becoming really just full of hubris? And so I'm also one who has been encouraged by other saints that have gone before me. And so that's why I'm doing this series, Breadcrumbs, because it is so vital to draw from those who have finished their course, who have, who have gone the same way that God is leading you, so that when you read the words, the breadcrumbs, when you read the words that they have left behind, literally, they can be like a wooden beam that comes up out of the water. It seemingly there is no way to go forward. You can't even believe beyond uh, the, the, the end of your nose that God would be able to ever bring you out of the ditch, uh, the pit that you have uh, put yourself in. And then, boom, you read uh, the word, you read a quote, you read a chapter in a book from one of the old saints, and boom, this magnificent stone to step on comes up out of the water, this powerful wooden beam a bridge shows up and you realize he's talking to me. <laughs> he's talking to me. And then real faith comes, my friends, which is, will I believe what he says, knowing that he knows everything, has seen everything? He is not caught off guard. You see, it was I who was staggered <laughs> by what I had done. But how many of you know? He had known before the foundations of the world everything that would come. He had made provision for everything. And my friends, that is not cheap grace. That is the true costly grace. And when you truly see what he has provided, what he has known and has chosen you out in Christ. So therefore, there's nothing in Adam that's going to disqualify you if you fully embrace all that he has accomplished in Christ, who he has made you to be in Christ. Everything is based on Christ. And so real faith bows before him in deep 
deep humility that is such a gift. You bow before him and you finally say, Father, if you want me, you can have me. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. I might not have known this was going to happen, and I am bewildered and baffled at my capacity to still deny you and sin against you, even as your, as your own, as a Christian. And yet here you are speaking to me through the word and through the words of those who have gone before me, because there's no way. There's no way that these breadcrumbs could have been left by anybody other than someone who personally had to know it for themselves. And then they passed it on for others to be able to, to read. So there's, there's this page in my very well-worn book called The Green Letters. There's this page where literally there is a kiss, like you have lipstick on and you kiss something and it leaves that faint imprint of your lips. Literally over these words is a kiss that I kissed it that day because I knew I was kissing the very words of God to me. I was kissing that very stone that was going to allow me to take those next steps. I was literally reading something that was reminding me of everything that he had already spoken to me. And then the only thing left was whether or not would I actually believe him in the face, yes, of all my sin, of all that darkness, of all that independence, of all that filth and carnage that I had caused, of everything. You see, it was at this point I was realizing I was no longer the victim. You see, I was no longer just one who needed God to heal me from the hurts of others. No, now I am that one who has brought devastation to others. I have, have gone in such reckless um, selfishness that now it's, it's I who has caused so much difficulty. My friends, every one of us needs to have the revelation of what we are capable of. You see, if your healing is perpetually only about what others have done to you, my friends, you haven't crossed over yet uh, into the fullness of the work of the cross to deliver you from what you have done and what you are capable of in your pain and in your uh, uh, stubborn uh, d- uh, independence. That is a deep part of the cross that is so needed in the body of Christ today. And then my friends, it catapults you into a life side of the cross that is glorious. And you'll never be confused again <laughs> about just how things are. So what is this phenomenal quote that I'm going on and on about? It says, self-revelation precedes divine revelation. That is a principle for both spiritual birth and spiritual growth. The believer who is going through struggle and failure is the Christian who is being carefully and lovingly handled by his Lord 
in a very personal way. Oh, my friends. Oh, my. When I read that that day, it exploded into my spirit, into my soul, and into my body, into my entire being, that yes, I was in wretched struggle and failure. I had failed on every front. I had humiliated myself. I had harmed others. I had believed lies. I thought it was me time, you know, time for me. And I tell you what, it was like driving off a, off a bridge going 95 miles an hour in such pride. And so when I was crashing and burning, literally, and I read this statement, I knew this is God because I am in struggle and failure. No, I don't deserve to move forward. I I don't deserve. That's how I felt at that time. I don't even deserve to breathe. But when I read this, the Holy Spirit so gripped me that I realized this is God at work in me. He is bringing me again to the end of self, of the good that I thought I could rely upon within me. He is handling me carefully and lovingly. He is bringing me to the end of self. You see, my cock had crowed here. The rooster had crowed over my life as sure as it did over Peter's. And just as Peter, who was in deep despair of himself, realizing there was no hope in himself, did eventually respond to Jesus and allowed Jesus to bring him up on the other side. And that was the decision that I had on that day. And I made that decision that if this is you, if this is you, Lord, then yes, you can do in me what you desire. And that is now the basis of my life with him is what he has done who he says I am, what he wants with me. The oneness that I have with him is everything. And I want to encourage you in this same way today. As these breadcrumbs saved my life on that day almost 25 years ago, I pray that they will bring encouragement to you. Even if you're not in abject failure today, my friends, there's going to come a day when it may be difficult for you to believe that knowing all that God has still chosen you out, but he has because he knew everything before the foundations of the world. I want you to be encouraged today. I want you to know that there are words of life within the scripture themselves, that there are breadcrumbs that have been left for us by those who have gone before us. and They have finished their course and they have made it. And therefore, my friends, so can we, because of the absolute staggering goodness and perfection of God. All of his ways have dealt bountifully with me, and I will speak well of his ways and how it is that he brings his sons through to the other side. So be encouraged today, and I hope that this will help you to take the next steps in your life with him 
and in him. All right, until next time. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.